Hello, welcome to the podcast of First Church. I'm glad you could join us. This message was titled, Love Your Pastor, and it was preached by Brother Rojas on Sunday, March the 13th at our four-year anniversary service. It was a great word, and so we pray you're blessed by it once again today. Uh, when I see this, it's, it's special to me. This, the city where I was born in Cali, Colombia, uh, there's about 350 oneness churches in one city, in one city. And uh, from there, Brother Trost, uh, they, they started going through all South America, planting oneness churches. And then he went back to Central America. Brother Trost was in uh, Nicaragua, and, uh, Salvador, Guatemala. Amen. Uh, started churches, oneness churches. So it's, it's awesome. Amen. If you see uh, the Colombian flag and the Venezuelan flag, this is uh, uh, this right here, and the Ecuadorian flag, they're all the same colors because it used to be one nation. I mean, it used to be uh, Venezuela, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, and Bolivia. It used to be one nation. It was called the Great Colombia then. After the independence, they separated. But um, I'm so happy that you're going to, to Bolivia also. <laughs> I mean, it's the highest capital city in the world. Amen. I, and I say, I love, I love La Paz, Bolivia, but I'll never come back. <laughs> I almost die. I almost die. The altitude is so high that when they, uh, the airplane opens the door, you go... <gasps> So you have to take some pills and stuff like that. And, uh, the last we went three times, and the last time I always, I mean, have you seen in the cartoons black and little stars? It's true. <laughs> I, I was dying in my in my hotel bed in the 15th floor of the uh, of the hotel with uh, oxygen on the side. I I got all the oxygen I could, and I was just, I said, Jesus, just take care of my wife, my kids, and the church. And, and then a brother, a brother was staying with me, and he opened the door and said, what happened? He called 911, and they came and put some injections in me, and I brought me back. But I, I said, say hi to them, and I'll, I'll see you down here. I'll see, I'll see you down here. So we're going to pray for pastor, okay? How many love your pastor? <laughs> He's brave. <laughs> he told me I'm going to Bolivia. He said, uh, you're brave, man. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. But you brought me to preach here or to teach. So I'm going to teach, preach. Is that okay? Amen. So let's go to the book of Jeremiah. Amen. Uh, and you're going to have patience with me because most of the time I preach in Spanish. Okay. So today you're going to have an interpretations of tongues. Is that okay? Is that okay? Okay, okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory, glory to God. Jeremiah 3, 15. If you can put it on the on the screen, it'll help me. Amen. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 3, 15. There you go. Okay. This is the pastor's appreciation day. And I had a message, and the Lord just messed it up for me. So I have to preach what he wants, not what I want. So this morning, I mean, at four in the morning, I have to get up and put these notes together. <laughs> it is beautiful when he does that because that's when he starts working in our, in our hearts. 
It says in the name of Jesus, I will give you pastors according to my heart. We shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord, my God, for allowing us to come into your presence and being able to pray, talk to you, and worship you, and give you. Hallelujah. Now we need you to give us the word of God. We need you to give us the bread from heaven. Hallelujah. To feed us. Hallelujah. So we can live for you to do what we have to do in your kingdom. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Man, you might be seated and you tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, love your pastor. Amen. That's the simple title, Love Your Pastor. And I, I'm probably going to be talking about my experience uh, with my pastor too. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you want to be blessed in this life that you're living, love God with all your heart. Love your family, your wife or your husband, your kids. Love him. And love your pastor. Love the church. Man, love you, the brethren. Amen. That's, that brings such a blessing in your life. And um, uh, the, the word of God says, and I will give you pastors according to my heart. Amen. Uh, uh, if, you, if you read the chapter, uh, uh, the Lord is talking through the, the prophet about pastors that don't care about the sheep. Pastors that don't care, that they they just care about the salary and they're beating the, the, the sheep and they're doing bad things. But uh, he said, but I will give you pastors according to my heart. And uh, you're blessed because I, I can feel the, the, the heart of your pastor. He, he loves this church. I see this church and I say, wow, man, uh, I can see the love for God and for people here. Hallelujah. When I hear you singing and worshiping, I see that people love God. You know why? Because you are an extension of your pastor. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He will lead you, he says. I will, he will lead you according to the heart of God. Hallelujah. You're going to be transformed when you, you allow your pastor to feed you, to lead you. You're going to get the heart of God. Hallelujah. Pastors hear from God. Amen. I, I learned that. Hallelujah. I was so happy helping my pastor Limones there in, when we started in Concord with a small congregation. Hallelujah. I love to hear my pastor preach and teach. And, uh, and uh, he called me one day. I said, Brother Rojas, I want you to be a, an usher in the church. I just got in the church. I said, okay, pastor, whatever you want me to do. I was picking up papers already, but let's keep on going. Hallelujah. And then he called me and he said, Pastor Rojas, uh, Brother Rojas, I want you to be a deacon in the church. I said, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And then um, uh, leader of the deacons and then lead, uh, assistant pastor for, for many years. And then he sent me to the work. But I, I, I got so much from him. Amen. I, wanted, I just wanted to be there. I, I, don't, I didn't want it to be a pastor. I just wanted to sit down and say, Pastor, praise. Praise. Hallelujah. And people come to me with problems and say, Pastor, here. <laughs> Take care of this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And then he sent me to the, to the field, to Oakland. Well, we went to San Francisco first and started a church there. And then a pastor called me to Oakland. And I said, oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> went into the mission field. Hallelujah. But you know what? 
uh, something happens when you love your pastor uh, and you get that connection and you, you get that, uh, the, the Lord talk to the pastor, the pastor talk to you and, uh, and you just get built. I mean, in your spirit. And I went there with no fear. Well, uh, no, 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 don't, be, don't let me be a liar. I was, I was afraid to go to Oakland. Hallelujah. <laughs> you reach me. Amen. Can I tell you a little bit about that? How long I can preach? Well, I, I got to go back to the other service. So I better hear it. <laughs> but uh, when I, I just barely went into Oakland, I went to visit a lady. We were like seven or eight people there. I mean, and I was uh, going up the stairs on this apartment building. And then all of the sudden from the from the dark side, somebody just pulled me up, a giant man, put a gun on my head and said, give me, give me your money or I'll, uh, I'll kill you. And I had my, my briefcase and I, I heard, a suit like that. Maybe they thought I was the Bank of America and uh, um, something like that, executive or something. Uh, so I just said, okay, j just give me a minute. And I, pull, I, I went to my briefcase and I pulled out my Bible. I said, this is what you need. He said, no, cool out, man, cool out. He ran away. A big man ran away. You know what? Since that day, since that day, my fear ran away with him. They are then they attacked me with a knife. They, they, one day, one day a guy wanted to rob me and uh, he hit my eye and gave me a big, big black eye. And we had this uh, Section 6 conference with Pastor Rushing. Amen. You remember him? And, and I came to him and said, Pastor, you want me to translate for Brother Brian Kinsey? But I look, I, I got a black eye. He said, go ahead and give it the devil a black eye. So okay, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know what? I think that the Lord protected me and has given me this passion for God and for souls. It's just, it's just because I got it from my pastor. He's like that. He's going all over the world. He can't be dying. He's just going all over the world, preaching and teaching and helping people, helping to start churches. Amen. And I say, I, I just want that passion, Lord. And if you're, if you're faithful to God. You're faithful to your pastor and to your church. Hallelujah. God is going to implant that in your life. Hallelujah. And you're not going to be afraid of anything, not even death, because if I die in Jesus, I'll be in a better place. How many say, praise the Lord, hallelujah. According to my heart, we shall feed you with knowledge and understanding, hallelujah. And then I read in, in John ch chapter 10, in the verse 10, in verse 10, hallelujah. If you can go with me to John chapter 10 and verse 10, you're going to be patient with me, okay? Because I, I need to open up this. <laughs> John chapter 10 in the verse 10, hallelujah. That it says that the devil, the thief come not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I, I, ha, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And then he says, I am the good shepherd. Amen. I mean, in the world, before we became Christians, before we became disciples, I don't want to say Christians because Christian is a person that just come and sit down and do nothing. Okay? But a, a disciple is somebody that follows and learns and obey and say, I want to do, do what you're doing. Can you teach me to love God and to love people and to do something and, and to build the kingdom of God? Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. And so he says that the thief came only to steal. He wants to steal your soul, your salvation, your, your, your love for God, your passion, hallelujah, and to kill. He wants to kill you, kill your family, destroy everything that God wants to do in your life, hallelujah. But the Lord says, I have come, hallelujah, so you can, you can have life, an abundant life, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. If you see me, if you see me as a happy person, uh, hallelujah, it's because Jesus. Because I'm the only child. I have no brothers, no sisters. My mother died when I was 16. My, my dad used to work, uh, work away from, from home, so I, I stayed in, in a house, five-bedroom house by myself. So it was tough. I mean, I almost died. I, I got lost. Lost in the world. Hallelujah. But uh, the, the devil was destroying my life completely. But one day, hallelujah, an old lady, Sister Ruth, invited me to church. Hallelujah. And I came to church. Hallelujah. My, my, my girlfriend came to church. We gave uh, our lives to the Lord the same day. Me and my, 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 my girlfriend, hallelujah, my wife now, hallelujah, amen. And uh, after a year, I mean, I mean, in that year, we got, we, we got married, uh, and then we, we got baptized the same day. And everything started changing, amen. I had, to, I had to drink and do all kind of stuff to get happy for, for a little bit and then miserable the next day, right? Um, by myself? No. But when the Lord felt, filled me with the Holy Ghost and power, oh my goodness, <laughs> I was so happy, man. <laughs> I mean, it was in a theater in Pomona, California when I received the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And I was like, wow, man, this is the best high ever. <laughs> it's free and it doesn't give you a hangover. And it doesn't leave you without any money, but it fills you with the power and the love and the mercy of God. He got fulfilled my life, the emptiness. I'm, oh, I'm so happy now. You know what, Brother Dross, uh, the bishop, uh, that used, uh, the missionary to Mexico, said one day, if there's no heaven, this is the best life to live. Anyways, hallelujah. It's, it's awesome to live for Jesus, man. I love it. Somebody, asked, people ask me, you don't get tired. I say, maybe my body. <laughs> but I, oh, hallelujah. Did you get, but inside, it's just a burning, burning passion to serve God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Lord said, I have come to give you life, an abundant life. ¿Cuántos quieren vida abundante? How many wants abandoned life? Hallelujah. Man, Jesus changed everything in your life. The Lord is just putting things in my head. Hallelujah. I remember this lady came to church with five children. They were, they were sleeping in the car. Beautiful family. I mean, but she, she had no husband. I, don't, I didn't ask what happened to him. I mean, one day she came to me and said, Pastor, would you pray for me? I need, I need, I need to find a husband. You know, because it's just so hard for me to raise these, these children. We help her to find a, an apartment and a stuff. And I said, you know what, sister? Just fall, uh, fall in love with Jesus first. That's a few amens. Fall in love with Jesus. And he will give you the desires of your heart. 
She was a, a, a tall lady. I mean, I mean, uh, and uh, I say, well, it's, it's going to have to be, it's not going to be easy, you know, because in the Spanish community, it's not easy to find such a tall guy. <laughs> but one day, we were having service in the park. I mean, and a sister brought his, her brother. He was very tall and handsome like her. I said, Jesus? Yeah, and the, the rest of the story is that they've been married for 20 years. They got a beautiful family. Lord. <laughs> he came to give you life and abandon. Just fall in love with Jesus. Love the church. Love your pastor. And have a beautiful, abundant life. Hallelujah. Oh, and then he says, and amen, hallelujah, John 10, 11. I am the good pastor. Yo soy el buen pastor. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Amen. And let me talk about this. I mean, uh, many people say, oh, man, I want to be a pastor. Look at, look at the tie that he has and, and the truck. <laughs> look, uh, uh, we, when we... Um, celebrated the 25th anniversary of the church. The church gave me a Harley Davidson. Who solo one, one wow? <laughs> because I love motorcycles since I was little, you know. And uh, and the people said, man, I want to be a pastor. So they give me a <laughs> motorcycle or a truck or a car. No, man. Being a pastor is just giving your life for the service of others. Amen. I used to work in oil refineries 18 years, making good money, good position, good everything. And I gave it all. Amen. I, get, I had to give it all. Just, I, I told the, the manager, the general manager, I, I'm working until Thanksgiving. I said, what? What are you doing? This is your career. You have a study for this. You have, uh, you have all these things, good pay, good bonuses, uh, everything. What are you doing? Where are you going to work for? He said, I'm going to work for a Jewish carpenter. He said, a Jewish carpenter? Those guys don't pay too good. I said, I say, I say, this, this Jewish carpenter pays good. And I, I was, my pastor, you know, he, he used to be an executive in Coca-Cola, right? And I went to his office, said, Pastor, you've been telling me I have decided to just to go full-time ministry. And, um, but you, I have a question. Uh, you know, I worked for this company so many years. They pay me good. And now who's going to pay me? He said, well, when I, when I work for Coca-Cola, who? who who do you think they pay me? I say, well, Coca-Cola. You, you work for uh, a Pacific Industrial. Who pay you? Uh, Pacific Industrial. If you work for Jesus? Uh, Jesus? Yes. Jesus. Well, after three months, I have to leave my house and go put everything in a storage and go to, because the foreclosure notice came. And... Uh, and we, we slept in a, in a room, my, my wife, my two daughters. But you know what? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I learned the value of a 25 cent coin. I learned it. Amen. Uh, we just buried a sister, and 
older sister from, from the church. Uh, I remember one day my daughter came and she said, uh, Dad, we don't have any more cereal or sugar. Where's the milk? And I said, yeah, don't worry. God will provide. And I went to church, to that little church that night that I was starting. And this sister came with cereal, sugar, and milk. It was the Lord saying, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and one day, years after, when the church was bigger, like 250 people, and uh, they were celebrating Pastor's Day. And we were sitting in the first row. Uh, me, my wife, and my two daughters, and uh, a brother, good brother. And now we're going to give some gifts to the kids because they've been suffer suffering with the pastor too. And my oldest daughter, she goes, no, dad, it's been fun. It's been so fun. <laughs> because, I mean, to live for Jesus is just a joy. If, <laughs> and now... And now the Lord has provided a, a nice house, a nice vehicles, a beautiful church. More than 400 people, three services. Amen. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's, there's nothing like living for Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 The good shepherd. Amen. Give his life for the sheep. Amen. What is giving the life for the sheep? Amen. Hallelujah. You know, when I, uh, I received the revelation to, to get baptized in the name of Jesus, the pastor, uh, we, we just had our first baby. Um, my daughter was staying home for that. Uh, that was in, the, in that week. Uh, the pastor came uh, to our house and he gave me a Bible study. And when he read Mark, uh, 16, 15, uh, whoever believes and is baptized shall be saved. Whoever doesn't believe shall be condemned. I said, Pastor, baptize me right now. <laughs> I said, no, 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 uh, Sunday. No, 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 right now. I work in oil refineries. Those things explode. Uh, so, so I want to be saved. I want to I wanna make sure I'm going to heaven. He said, no, no, wait for Sunday. Wait for Sunday. Okay. Man, I didn't go to work Friday, Saturday. <laughs> I just stayed there. Lord, don't let me die. <laughs> and then we went to Sunday school. I mean, in Sunday at 10 a.m. with little clothes. And pastor said, no, the baptism is in the night. And the evening service. Oh, man. <laughs> I stay in the church with my wife and my kid. Hallelujah. So now I have such a conviction that if anybody call me at 2, 3 in the morning, I just go and baptize. Uh, Elder Eva, somebody call me. My mom is in the hospital. Pastor, let's go. You know why? Because when Paula, Brother Daniel's wife, when Paula, Kai's mom, hallelujah, was born, she was going to die. She was going to die. The doctor said, don't get any hopes. This, this child has this problem. She's going to die. Amen. And, and we were praying like never in our lives. And I called my pastor, amen, at nine at night, Sunday night at nine o'clock. And I called him, Pastor, would you please, please pray for my, my daughter? The doctor said she might die. They're going to do an operation, but they don't have much hope. And uh, he, he, he used to lose his voice every Sunday. Uh, okay, Brother Rojas, I, uh, it's okay. I'm going to go and pray for you. No, no, Pastor, you don't have to come. I mean, just pray. 
Say, okay, okay, okay. Well, I was there when my pastor just walked, I mean, into that hospital in Concord. I don't want to say the name of the hospital, Mount Diablo Hospital. I don't like that. <laughs> Diablo Hospital. <laughs> he, he walked. He, I was in the, in the hallway when I saw the, the elevator open, and he came. I mean, almost literally, I saw a big uh, group coming with him. He was by himself. But I felt something like a group. Angels came with him. And he said, where is your daughter? So they're starting to operate. operate. And I knocked on that, that window, that glass. And the, the nurse came out. And she said, what do you want? We're starting. I said, yeah, but my pastor is here. He wants to pray for my daughter. I said, okay, let me talk to the surgeon. And he went in there and said, uh, Pastor, I saw him talking to, to, the, to the doctor. I said, bring him in. They stopped the operation. They pulled away. And they let my pastor came with a bottle of oil. And the Bible said, you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And there's Paula with Kai and Daniel. And now a little daughter is coming in three more months. Hallelujah. <laughs> They're serving God. Man, he didn't care. He was without voice and tired. Hallelujah. He just came and prayed. So guess what? Every, every time somebody called me that they, they have this problem or somebody's sick, I have that passion that I receive from God and my pastor and go and pray and I see miracles all the time. But that's not only for the pastor. That's also for you because sometimes he's going to be in Bolivia. And you're going to have to get up and say, maybe I'm not a pastor, a preacher, but I'm a child of God, a disciple of Jesus Christ. And if you use my pastor and he preached the word, I'm going to go and pray. I'm going to go and preach. Oh, how many say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You might be seated. Hallelujah. You know, uh, when when uh, Moses asked the Lord in the wilderness, in a, uh, the, on the burning bush, uh, the Lord said, "Go and tell Pharaoh to to the, uh, let my people go." He said, "Yeah, but if I if I go to Pharaoh, he asked me, who's your God? What do I say?" He said, "Tell him I am that I am." Okay, but then that same name says, "I am." The light of the world. The same, the same God, hallelujah. He said, I am the truth, the way, and the life. And then he says, I am the good shepherd. Hallelujah. And you know, and the same thing came to us. The pastor. I am the pastor of this church. Not because I, I chose to be, but because the Lord Show me, uh, choose me to be here. Hallelujah. And you know, the Lord put his spirit on that man. He is the same flesh and bone and blood. Hallelujah. But he has the calling of God to lead you into good pastures, to, to, to feed you, to give you a good life. 
He is the good pastor. He was prophesied by the prophets. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, one of the things that he does, amen, hallelujah, is that he feeds the flock. Hallelujah. When we were lost in the world, I was lost. I mean, I, I was a good worldly person. <laughs> I was faithful. <laughs> but when, the, when I went into that church, and I, I hear the word of God through that man. That word of God. Can I tell you, when I, the first time I went to church, he meant I sit in the back and I was so mad. But when the word of God started coming to me, something was breaking, breaking, breaking. I'm, 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 I'm building and, and creating something new in me. I mean, at the end of that day, I was, I was in the altar and said, Lord, I, I haven't killed anybody. I don't, I don't steal. I work. I help my dad. And I, I help anybody I can. But if I die today, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I need you to come into my life and change me and give me a new life and a new way. Hallelujah. And he did. In one day, brother, in one day, he delivered me from alcohol, drugs, bad life. In one day, I just put everything in the toilet and it went away. August 9 of 1987, my birthday. It was my 27th birthday. I got a new life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I was lost, but the good shepherd used a shepherd to bring me back into the light, into the way, into a beautiful life. How many, how many say praise the Lord, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah. And then in Matthew 9, 35, hallelujah, the Lord was in the, in the Mount of Olives and he was looking at Jerusalem and he cried. He said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how many times I have called you, but you don't want to hear. And he saw him like sheep without a pastor. You know, uh, these days I receive a, uh, something on WhatsApp. How, how many like WhatsApp? Hallelujah. WhatsApp. <laughs> I mean, uh, this beautiful, I, I wanted to bring it in, put it in here, but this man is just walking. And in the turn, you just see some sheep coming. And then like a thousand sheep following him. I have to show you, send you that. I think it's in Ukraine before the war. I mean, this thousand of sheep following him, following him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord cried because a sheep without a shepherd get lost, gets a bruise, get beaten, get eaten by the wolf. Hallelujah. And that's what we were without Jesus. We were lost in our sin. We were going down to hell. Hallelujah. But then God called a man into the city. Hallelujah. To stand in a pulpit, maybe with three, four, seven people, and started preaching. Hallelujah. And the Spirit of God, through prayer and fasting, start moving in the city and is bringing you to this place. Hallelujah. So you can be free, delivered. Hallelujah. And, and change your life and have a beautiful life. So that's why every time I see my pastor, I go, Pastor, I love you, Pastor. He said, I love you too, Brother Rojas. I mean, and I just tell him, Pastor, if you come at 3 in the morning at the airport, just call me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't care. 
Hallelujah. I just go, man, because I love you. Amen. How many love your pastor? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah. I just want to go farther. Hallelujah. And Ezekiel 34. Let's go back to Ezekiel 34. Amen. Amen. It, 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 it shows us how he's going to find um, a shepherd. Yeah, I mean, that he will find the sheep in verse 11. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not in the. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm looking for the. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. How many say glory? <laughs> Ezekiel 34, 11. 11. Okay. You got it? Right there. Okay. For thou say the Lord God, indeed myself search for my sheep and seek them out. Hallelujah. Verse 12. Amen. As the shepherd seeked out his flock on the day he's among, among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and I deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and a dark day. How many been in a cloud and dark day? Don't raise your hands, but how many went to COVID? Man, I, I went to, I mean, the whole family. Last year, <laughs> the whole family, and uh, we were in. Uh, I, I was very sick. My 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 wife was very sick, but uh, we were home. We were home at, at the living room, watching the service in our church online. Amen. And uh, when everything started, we just we were sick. But my wife, myself, Daniel, Paula, <laughs> we were all sick, <laughs> and we just stand up. And I started worshiping God. And then my oldest daughter had come, uh, had come to visit us. And she said, let's, let's dance. I said, okay. And I was dancing when my phone went, vroom, 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 vroom. I said, wait, I'm dancing. <laughs> but he kept on vibrating. And, and then I pulled it out. And it was my son, Josiah. Josiah didn't get sick. He was he's in CLC college. So... He was on FaceTime, and he said he was bleeding. He had a motorcycle accident. He was bleeding. He was sitting down in the middle of 99 freeway in Modesto. He said, Dad, pray for me. I had an accident. I can't walk. I can't get out myself. I said, what? Dark night. Dark night. Jesus. And they, they were... Uh, I mean, um, worshiping in the church. So we were watching the service. I just kept on dancing. I said, Lord, I'm just going to fight this battle in dancing. I'm just going to worship you in the dark night, in the cloudy night. Hallelujah. Because my pastor has gone through very dark nights, canceling his throne. Hallelujah. Almost dying three times. Hallelujah. Say, he showed me to fight my battles with worship and prayer and faith. Hallelujah. And we dance and when the, 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 the worship finished, I told my daughter, take me to Modesto and we went there. Hallelujah. And we pray. Hallelujah. And Josiah called like, like 10 minutes later said, Dad, I don't know how I did. And the man that was helping him said, this is a miracle, Mr. Rojas, because he just he just got up from the freeway and walked out of the freeway. 
He broke his pelvis, man. Hallelujah. But you know what? He's okay now. He's, he's preaching the word of God. You know, when, we, when he got a little bit out of the hospital uh, in a wheelchair, he, he told me, Dad, I want to go to, to chapel in, in the college. It was Wednesday morning. I want to go to chapel. So I, I took him to chapel. When I, when I walked in there, we told Brother Eli Lopez and, and Brother Bishop what happened with him that we were worshiping and everything. And when he saw him, he said, look, Er Josiah, he was saved by worship. Why are you saying all these things? Because when you come to church and you are under a pastor with a passion and love for God and souls, he will help you to go through the hard, through the hard times, through the dark nights. Hallelujah. Verse 17. Hallelujah. What it says. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. How many say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Let me, let, let me just keep on going. One thing that the pastor does, he, he provides a food, a spiritual food. Amen. You're working, you're going about your business. And the, work, the main work of the pastor is to pray and to, uh, and to study and to receive the word of God. That's the main. So he can feed the flock. Amen. Uh, uh, how many have come to church all, all beat up? I do sometimes. <laughs> but when you come here and you, you hear the prayers of the people, you see this worship uh, group. And you just. <laughs> Present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then the men of God come here. And say, hallelujah, we're going to teach about faith, hallelujah. Faith is seeing those things that you don't see with your eyes. Faith is seeing, hallelujah, through the dark night. Faith is believing God even in the worst of times. And when you have faith, God is going to change your night in a day. God is going to change your crying in dancing, hallelujah. He provides that heavenly bread for our lives. Amen. In Matthew, I mean, Mark 6, I mean, uh, in verse 34, hallelujah, he saw all those people were hungry. He was preaching and preaching and preaching for a long time. And the disciples came and said, Lord, let him go. They're hungry. They got to go back home. They don't have anything to eat. And he said, you give them to eat. Amen? You give them to eat. Amen? But we don't have anything. Not even so much money is going to feed all these people. And, he said, and there was a, only this little child with, with five lo loaves of bread and, and two fishes. How, how are, are we going to feed all these people? He just bring it to me. <laughs> and sometimes, I mean, people, I have seen people in our church. I mean, I, I remember this man. That we, um, he was trying to, to get um, a boyfriend or girlfriend with one of the sisters. And I said, no, 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 he's not baptized. And when I saw him, I said, no, 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 no. All skinny, tall, uh, I mean, 
head up to here. I mean, I said, no, no, he needs to get converted to Jesus, right? And um, well, he did for the love of God and the love of Maria. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And, uh, and then he started changing, but he said, Pastor, I'm so happy at church, but I, I, I just can find a, a good job. I'm going to have to move back to Kansas. I had a good job over there. I said, no, no, you're not going to Kansas, man. <laughs> you got Maria. You got to stay here. <laughs> he said, well, what can I do, Pastor? I said, what, do you, what are you doing now? I'm helping to put a stacko. I said, are you learning? Yeah. You're going to have a, a stacko company. What? I don't have for the ticket to go to Kansas. And then I said, well, let's pray. I don't know what that came out of, my, out of me, out of nowhere. Like a word of wisdom, word of knowledge. Amen. And I said, no, just pray. He said, a week later, he came back to me and said, Pastor, you're not going to believe this. The owner of that company, he's got, he's got to go back to Mexico. He said, Javier, just, just take the company. Buy the company. I don't have money for the ticket to Kansas. How am I going to buy the company? Say, no, just I'm just going to give you all the customers. Just keep on working and send me the money little by little. He's, he's been, he has his company for 15 years now. He's the pastor assistant. So. Sometimes, past, sometimes you're going to be going through hard times, like many people, amen. But you're going to hear the word of knowledge, the word of, uh, oh, hallelujah, the word of God, hallelujah. It's going to create, and then God is going to open doors. You just be faithful to God. You just love your pastor, word of, the word of God, love the church, like being faithful. Oh, shalabayarabashayah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to finish now. Hallelujah. He gave, he gave us protection. Psalms 23. Can you put Psalms 23? Where is it? Oh, let's pray for the power part. Hallelujah. Jesus. Psalms 23. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That means you're not going to need anything. You're, don't worry. Tell your neighbor, don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worrying, amen. Hallelujah. We were paying, we were paying like seven thousand dollars a month only in interest on our mortgage. Hello? And sometimes the secretary used to come to me and uh, and said uh, and say, Pastor, you know, you, the mortgage is seven thousand. We only have like three thousand. I said, I said, Sister, who helped us to pay last month? Oh, Jesus. And the last man, Jesus, who's gonna pay? Who's gonna help us to pay this man? Jesus, right? <laughs> so, but he said, "Yeah, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will not fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me." He protects us. He said, don't worry. Hallelujah. Don't worry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's going to be with us. Hallelujah. He's our protection. Amen. And in COVID, I, did, I didn't worry. 
Amen. I, I was not feeling too good, but I, I said, no, I can stay here. I used to go to the mountain and walk. Hallelujah. Uh, the birds will put a mask on me. I just keep on walking. And I told the church, don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. Hallelujah. If we live, we live for Jesus. If we die, we die with Jesus. Don't be. You know what? Nobody died. We used to open, don't tell this anybody. But we used to open three times a day for prayer. I said, with the distance and your mask and, and hand sanitizer and everything. But uh, five in the morning, nine in the morning, six in the afternoon, people will come to a little place here and pray and pray and pray. Amen. We never closed for prayer. Amen. And that kept the church going. And nobody died. Nobody died. Everybody got healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. How many say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. I'm finishing up right now. He's our protection. Amen. He provides us for the physical. Amen. For the body. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and he's our protection. Hallelujah. And the last one, he, he will give us discipline. Mm, everybody said, hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just read Psalms 23, uh, 4. Um, uh, see, for you, uh, what I said there, 4C. Hallelujah. I mean, you are with me, your rod. Everybody said, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Wow. <laughs> Can I tell you something? My pastor, don't tell him, okay? But one day I, he, he called me to the office and I walk in there. I said, Brother Rojas, I haven't seen you in prayer. I find the mornings this week. I said, Yes, Pastor, it's because I, um, I'm starting a fight in the morning at my company. He said, Well, here is the key. But for this month, you're not going to lead any service or anything because you're not praying. So you can lead nobody if you're not praying. You're not in the spirit. And I. <laughs> You know, the Rojas started burning. Amen, Pastor. Glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> but you know what? That helped me so much. Because discipline will help you to be strong in the way. When you go to the, the army or, or the Marines, my daughter, my oldest daughter is a Marine. Amen. You cannot say, no, I don't want to get up for the... To take a, when they form uh, formation, I don't want to go into formation. I find them. Come on, I'll come back later. No, no. <laughs> it's discipline that makes you strong. You know what? <laughs> don't tell anybody, but I wake up every, every day at 4 in the morning. I can't just stay home. I'm, I, yeah, my wife said, stay home. You need to rest. Say, why am I going to stay? I'm going to be here with my eyes open thinking about everything. <laughs> but I'm going to pray. Why? Because my pastor put that in me, discipline. He was, he's a, a person that likes everything excellent. <laughs> right? Amen. And uh, if you go to Oakland, we got a building that is almost 100 years old. When we bought it, that was the only thing we can afford. It was leaning like that. We have to lift it up with hydraulic jacks, change the foundation, change everything. But you go in there, Brother Mullins came to, to our church. He said, Brother Rojas, 
You won't be ashamed to call anybody into this place. This place is beautiful. Discipline. Discipline. Be on time. Today I got uh, late because I got lost, but I was coming on time. Amen. Discipline. Hallelujah. Amen. You're, uh, when, when you are under a daddy, that discipline, you know, uh, the, the doctors, the, the psychologists, the scientific people said that uh, human beings, when they are born, they need discipline. That's why this society is going crazy. Because uh, on the 80s or something, they say, no, just let, let your child do whatever he wants. Don't, don't say no. Amen. Don't say no. Amen. Uh, uh, he, he, he declared years later, I have created a monster because everybody believed him. Amen. I thank God for a pastor that disciplined me. Because in the book of Hebrews, it says that if a father doesn't discipline his child, he's worse than a, uh, how do you say, infidel or, you know, a child that doesn't have a father. Yes. No, I want somebody to be accountable to somebody. I want somebody that loves me so much that will tell me the truth in my face, even if I don't like it. Everybody say, I love you, Pastor. You can tell me whatever you want. Man, we are in a, in a time in history when the pastor has to be very careful, politically correct. No, I want to be biblical, biblically correct. You know why pastor preach you the truth like that? Because he loves you. He loves you so much that he wants you to go to heaven. Don't get astray. Don't get lost. Pastor, just tell me how it is. Don't be afraid. Preach, preach to me about holiness, inside holiness. Loving your, your enemies. <laughs> I was telling you that in the morning. Hallelujah. He, he taught me that. Love your enemies. Forgive. When you... Learn to forgive others. You're free. You're, you don't have bitterness in your heart. Amen. Teach me to love my enemy. Teach me holiness inside and outside. Teach me to give to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand right now. Hallelujah. That's a, amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This show that we are children of God. Hallelujah. Raise your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for bringing me to the truth, bringing me to the church, bringing me to the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to start worshiping right now, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let's pray for, for our lives. Let's pray for pastor and wife and daughter's life. Hallelujah. Say, protect my pastor. Protect amen, my sister, his daughter. Hallelujah. Protect the ministry of the church. Hallelujah. This church is going to start growing and growing and growing because people 
people is going to feel the love of God in this place. Hallelujah. People's lives are going to be changed, transformed. Hallelujah. Families are going to be together. Hallelujah. We're going to be built. Hallelujah. Young people delivered. Hallelujah. Living for God. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus, for bringing me to this church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing me to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you for the word, Pastor. Thank you for praying for me, Pastor. Thank you for showing me the way. Hallelujah, Pastor. Thank you for saving my family. Now they're serving God. Hallelujah. Thank you for praying for me when I'm going through through difficult times. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What we're going to do right now, Pastor, will you come to this place? Hallelujah. And you bring your wife and your daughter, hallelujah. You know, when when you get together with your pastor and the pastor's family, it's such a synergy, it's such a power. Hallelujah. Let's let's look at the congregation. Hallelujah. I'm gonna ask some men of God to come and pray with Pastor. Would you come? It doesn't matter your age, whatever, your position, just come and be with your pastor. I'm going to ask the sisters to come and pray. Sister Wilson, Amen. Sisters, would you come to pray with your pastor's wife, please? We get together, Pastor. We get together, congregation with pastor family. Pastor's family. That's going to create a power. The enemy is going to tremble. People in this city need Jesus so much. But they're only going to see Jesus through our lives. So raise your hands up to the pastor, pastor and pastor family. Shut it up, man. 